Did you get that email? The grad one? Yeah. We have, mm-hmm. we have to record 15-second videos for the graduating class of 2020. I know one of them. Yeah, you happen to live with one. My daughter, yeah. Uh, I was. I gave my suggestion for what I would like to say Yeah. and was rejected swiftly. Why? What did you want to say? Well, what I wanted to do was just have a video being like, congratulations to the class of 2020. The easiest part of your life is now over. <laughs> and that got shut down. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they've had a rough go of it this year. Oh. So I can't say what I would like to say, which is this is not really an accomplishment. You just want to speak the truth. Yeah. I want to drop some truth bombs. Like, congratulations, 80% of people graduate from high school. You now have a crushing advantage over 20% of people. (laughs) Congratulations. The happiest time in your life is over. Something like that. Yeah. Congratulations. All these friends you've made, you're going to not talk to almost all of them ever again. Despite what you say. Yeah. Despite what you think, you're going to remain tight with very few of them. Wow. I'm starting to see why it got shut down. A long chair is a good time chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by and live without a care. I've never had a bad time in my old long chair. I'm Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly sitting right over there. We are... The Lawn Chair Profits. Mm, back again. On the Frequency Podcast Network for a limited time. Yeah. I have a feeling our days here are numbered for some reason. They're going to wise up and boot us out eventually. Yeah. Oh, well. We don't do enough investigative journalism. Maybe that's what it is. You know, uh, I was thinking about this during the pandemic. You know, you know what doesn't take time off during the pandemic? Consumerism. No, not at all. In fact, doesn't Canada Post say like they're as busy now as they are at Christmas? Yeah. I think a lot of people, we just went all in on the online shopping. A lot of people who had never punched their credit card into a computer before probably did it within the last three months. Yeah. You know how your parents are like, "Mm mm-mm, I'm not giving my goddamn information to the internet. Yeah. It's how they steal your identity. My mom doesn't even online bank. What? No. She's like, that's how they get you. So hang on a second. So she has to go stand in line in a bank? Yeah. Because I had to transfer some money to her. And I was like, what's your email address that you use for your online banking? No, I have to go to a bank to send money. So then did you therefore have to write her an actual paper check, go to the post office and stand in line there, mail her the check so she can go stand in another line to deposit the check? No, she's just not getting that money. Good. Yeah, I'm not doing that. She doesn't need to eat. No. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Bryce's mom. I've never even met you before, and that was probably really, really harsh. <laughs> hey, oh. the truth can be harsh. Yeah, but it, does she shop? So she won't do banking online, but does she do any shopping online? Not really. Huh? No, I sent her for Mother's Day. I sent her something through Amazon. I had it delivered to her house. I don't. I think that's the first time she's ever seen an Amazon delivery before. Wow. Yeah. Huh. How old are your parents, your mom? Uh, 60? Oh, she should be shopping online. Oh, yeah. She's young enough. Oh, yeah. She absolutely should be, but she's not. My parents are both 74. They're 70, they're 74 or 75. Um, they've been ordering their groceries online. They shop on Amazon. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Then my mom's got no excuse. She should be embarrassed of my parents. Luckily, I've been making up for lost time. I've been shopping like crazy. Yeah. What have you bought? 
Oh, I, you bought the Jesus Saves t-shirt. I bought a shirt that says Jesus Saves, and it's a picture of him as a hockey goalie. Making a blocker save or a glove save? Glove save. Glove save. Top cheddar. Yeah. Uh, I bought myself, during the Michael Jordan, that documentary that came out. The I Last was, Dance. I loved it. So did I. So I bought myself a Chicago Bulls hat that I've worn zero times. Will it see daylight? Maybe eventually. It's a nice hat. I have no reason not to wear it. I just, I really bought in on the hype. You bought a dog brush too, right? I bought a couple dog brushes. One sucked. One is good. Yeah. I bought blinds that arrived. And by the way, couldn't be more handsome. Wow. Couldn't be more handsome. You're the one person in history that has successfully bought blinds online and you've installed them. Yeah. I even had to do all the measurements. Not a big deal. (laughs) I got sunglasses that haven't arrived yet. That was months ago. Yeah. I think those are lost. I don't think you're getting those. And I got my girlfriend a hat. Oh, this, I love this hat. I got her a hat. I saw it. It was a Facebook ad. It was a hat that has a picture of the hat on it. Yeah. It's like an exact replica of the hat you're wearing on your head. Yeah. So it's a hat hat. It's hat recursion. I thought it was funny. Uh, She claimed to love it, but she's only worn it once. Hmm. Does she ever leave the house? She does. She goes on dog walks all the time. How come she's not wearing that hat? That's what I'm wondering. She hates that hat. I'm taking it personally. Uh, Somebody said, we bought a pandemic puppy. That's all it says. Oh, gross. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah. Does the puppy have the pandemic? That's how I took it. No, I think what they mean is they bought a puppy online. During the pandemic. During the pandemic. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, Well, I hope that when this is all over and life returns to normal, I hope you're still interested in your pandemic puppy and you don't stop caring. That'd be a really bad business to start. Sure. Pandemic puppies. You get them for four or five months at a time. Oh. <laughs> um, uh. My husband has been talking about a Vitamix for a couple of years. And back in late March when this all started, he ordered one. Not sure if you know this, but they are not cheap. With extra accessories, he's into this one for nearly $900. Ooh. He used it for a week, tops. He was juicing hard for the first week or so, but I figure that he realized they're hard to clean, and that's what is now standing between him and liquid vegetables. Vanessa. Wow. Wow. Laziness. Vegetables described as liquid somehow makes them worse. The Vitamix does, and the thing about the Vitamix people, the people that have them, they're all like, you got to get a Vitamix. Mm-mm. And then you try, I don't really, you, nah, mm, you say you won't use one, you will use a Vitamix. I don't want a Vitamix. I don't, I don't, I can't imagine making kale smoothies or whatever you do with them. (laughs) Vitamixes are the new Dysons. Well. People who have them swear by them. And then they have to tell everybody about them. Yeah. And and how expensive they are. Yeah. But you have a Dyson and you never talk about it. No. That's because I I keep my feet on the ground, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You sort of behave like you've been to the Dyson party before. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But most people, yeah, they like to talk about the Dyson and how expensive it was. Mm-hmm. And now it's the Vitamix and how expensive it was. Uh, also, a guy bought a suit of armor. We were talking to him. And uh, $2,000 he paid for a suit of armor. And it had to be shipped from the Ukraine to where we're sitting right now, which is wow. not like that's if you had to walk that, it would take you the rest of your life. That's a Chernobyl. And you'd probably drown. Chernobyl suit. Yeah. So you buy a suit of armor for $2,000 online. How do you know you're getting the right size? 
That's what I don't understand. Can you imagine if all of a sudden it's a little tight? Oh, and it's not like in a suit of armor, you can't just sort of leave the top button undone like you do in your Christmas party pants. Oh. You know, when you put on your suit once a year and you realize, oh my God, I should have tried this on a couple of weeks ago. And now you got to wear it with the pants undone. That's a quite a commitment. Two grand to spend is quite a bit. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I wouldn't be spending $2,000 on something I couldn't try on. Probably a good good way to go. Uh, hey, guys, I ordered a crystal sun catcher for my window to make pretty prisms in my living room. Aww. I have one-touch purchase through Amazon. Once I ordered, I thought, I should get two. So I ordered it again. I hadn't read the description very well. When the first package arrived, there were 20 crystals. So now I have 40. My living room looks like a disco ballroom. Wendy. Wow. Well, I like that she got 40. Could have just used one. Yeah. But it still put all 40 out. Yeah, that's a lot of sun catchers. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me dizzy thinking about it. Oh, man. Um, I was talking about how I had to go on. Oh, they're supposed to be delivered today. Oh, that's exciting. I had to buy myself metal thimbles for my fingers because I recently I bought a washboard. Oh, boy. I'm playing the washboard now. I want to join a band that needs a washboard. Huh. Or maybe we'll make that a feature on this is that I'll just bring my washboard in and I'll play songs on it. And you'll guess, like, I'll be like, you guess. I don't know. Just take a wild guess what that was. Stairway to heaven. No, it was Billie Eilish, bad guy. Oh. So you, <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't win a prize for that. So, well, this is a fun game. Yeah. Uh, so I had to order, the thing is, okay, it comes back to the thimble. So I had to go on Amazon and order. They come in a one pack or a 30 pack. So I had to order 30 metal thimbles for my fingers. I only need 10, but I guess if I play a lot, I might, uh, might go through thimbles. Or if you really want to take the washboard game up a notch, put a thimble on each toe. Mm? And now you got, then you can use 20 at a time, fingers yeah. and toes. That is something to see. Yeah, it'd be like the Jimi Hendrix thing where he plays with his mouth and behind his head. And then I light my washboard on fire and everybody cheers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, your family would probably cheer the loudest. Hey, pandemic purchase. It's not a washboard, but I enrolled in online ukulele les lessons. I took one 30-minute lesson. Haven't been back since. <laughs> Good thing I paid for six. Jess. Uh, yeah, ukulele, it's not exactly a one lesson instrument, especially if you've got no musical experience. And I know you're laughing at me, but I'll bet you wish you would have signed up for the washboard lessons. Hot take. All songs on ukulele sound exactly the same. They all sound like Vance Joy, Riptide. Yeah. Every single one. It's that same strum pattern. What is it? I don't know. Ukulele, not an impressive instrument. Well, it's adorable at first, but now we're sort of all like, okay, shut up, ukulele. Yeah, it was minutes of fun. Yeah, because we all got one for Christmas four years ago. <laughs> Somebody else said, I bought taste-tripping pills. They mm -hmm. change the way your taste buds perceive taste. Onions taste sweet, and you could drink vinegar straight if that's your thing. Brad. <laughs> Whoa, so they're pills that make your food taste different? Yeah, it's like, oh, I made my chocolate milk taste like rhubarb. Well, that's it. So it makes your onions taste better. But what's to stop those pills from making good things taste bad? Yeah, it's like, oh, I made my cherry cheesecake taste like a jar of wet cigarette butts. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what they... But at least you can drink vinegar now. 
Yeah, there's that. Because that sounds healthy. I don't understand the purpose of that. No, me neither. Hmm. That's odd. Uh, my husband bought a $900 knife sharpener. What? And wants to set it up in our spare bedroom like a sewing machine. Really? Like, I, I had no idea that you could spend $900 on a knife sharpener. No kidding. I think you said the other day you thought that rod thing that comes with your expensive knife set. Mm-hmm. You thought that was a knife sharpener. Isn't it? That's where you do that cool thing where you slide the knife up and down it. And it makes that noise? Yeah. I don't know. I've never used that. I've never sharpened a knife in my life. Not once. Ever. You know me. I like to cut my tomatoes paper thin. Mm-hmm. So I need a sharp blade. Uh, I bought a pair of those Terry Fox Adidas. Oh, yeah. 40th anniversary ones. Yeah, the ones that I could not get. The ones that I they've been at my house for two and a half weeks now, the box is still sitting by the front door. I haven't even opened the outer box. For all I know, they sent me a hammer. <laughs> I don't but apparently my Terry Fox shoes are in there. I should really open those up. You should. Uh, hey, Gurner, any chance those Terry Fox Adidas are size 12? If so, I'll buy them off you. And throw in a signed and framed against me album, Paul. Sorry, Paul. No, they're size 10 and a half. Yeah, take your clown feet elsewhere. Yeah, they're a normal size, Paul. <laughs> not a freak size. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. Hey, boys, I bought chopsticks, but fancy chopsticks. They were $40, what? Mandy. So do they have a... Like a fancy aluminum carrying case that when you open it in restaurants, it goes and like fog comes out. You have to assemble them yourself. Like they twist together. Oh, like a sniper putting together a rifle. Yeah. Oh yeah. $40 for chopsticks. Uh, yeah. You know, they give those away for free. Oh no. But I think, I think it's a whole thing. Like when you go out for dinner with your friends and everybody else is using the cheap wooden chopsticks, they give you, you can be like, no, I only use my own. They're made of titanium. Yeah. I brought mine from home. Thank you. And a hush falls over the restaurant. Sort of like the hush that falls over the restaurant when uh, you're the one guy at the table is like, I'm going to need a fork. <laughs> and they, they never subtly bring you a fork. It's always like they're coming through the restaurant holding the fork like an Olympic torch, and all eyes are on that torch now, and they're like, oh, my God, that guy needs a fork. That is humiliating. Yeah. I wouldn't know because I pretty much mastered chopsticks. Really? No, but I can pass. Yeah, so can I. But then I always realize, you know what? If I want to eat this efficiently, the fork is the way to go. The fork wins, everybody. If you bring your own chopsticks to a restaurant, there's too much pressure to perform. Oh, Yeah. Like, it's easy to get the big stuff, but all of a sudden when you have to get rice, oh, good luck. Or soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe that's one of, oh, maybe that could be one of the attachments that you screw on to the, you just screw on a spoon attachment to the end. Ooh, I like that. Or would that be lame? Now I can see why it's $40. Oh, this one too. Okay. You seem to have heard about this. I never have. Ryan said, I bought a McNugget sauce holder that clips into my car's air vent. Mm, nice. <laughs> so you can dip and drive, right? Yeah. Yeah, they hold just that little rectangular container. Mm -hmm. This is important business. Wow. You got to keep your eyes on the road. You don't have time to be searching for your sweet and sour. And that's the only dip you should be using. Ooh, hot take. Not barbecue? No, not barbecue. That's amateur hour. What's the other sauce? Ketchup? Yeah, and you don't want that. I would do that. And you don't go naked either. You go sweet and sour with your McNugs, 
End of list. The Lawn Chair Profits. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Bryce Kelly. Mm. You know what the world could use more of right now? What's that? More anger and negativity. Oh, perfect. I feel like there's not enough. No, no. We need to pile on. (laughs) And that's why I've been so hesitant to talk about this, but it's a good topic. People, it's, it's very negative. But at the same time, everybody stops and thinks and goes, huh, yeah, good question. That's because everyone has one, at least one. Yeah, and you're only allowed one. If we're do, You can't go erasing 500 songs from history that you don't like. But the, the question is, if you could erase one song from history, what song would you choose? This song, if you just say the word, this song disappears and it never existed. Wow. It's like uh, in the Avengers when What's-His-Face snaps his fingers. Oh, the is that the... Um, Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, Grimace's cousin, the purple guy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you snap your fingers and all of a sudden a song disappears from the face of the earth. Yeah, and so we were having this conversation the other day. And this is, if you're Canadian, you know this song. And I'm not saying this is the one I want to disappear but it would be right up there near the top. And I feel bad even saying this because this gentleman is a beloved Canadian. Sure. Beloved Canadian. And everybody loves this one song, but I hate it with a holy passion. I'm talking about Kim Mitchell and Patio Lanterns. There, I said it. Wow. <laughs> but that's not the one I'm going to erase. No, because that is a trash song. But if you, yeah, the, the lyrics... Our house had the biggest patty. Or what is it? It starts with, we spent half the night making lemonade, which we drank a lot. Because we were shy and nervous. You can make any song sound bad, though, by saying the lyrics like that. Well. That, and again, Kim Mitchell, National Treasure. And I have nothing but, I met him one day and he was just, a, he was thoughtful, he was kind, he was a gentleman, and now I'm trashing his song. His biggest one. hit. Just a one. Yeah. But that's not the one I'm scratching. Okay. All right. Which one are you scratching? Uh, I don't know yet. I'll no? decide in a second here. I had one. Uh, I've long hated it. Oh? I'm not going to even qualify by saying they're terrific people like you did. I'm mm-hmm. just going to come out and say that Len, Steal My Sunshine. Oh is among the worst things I've ever heard. I know that it's up for me. Making sure I'm not in too deep. Really? It's an assault to my ears. I love that song. I hate it. That song so sends much. me to a happy, happy place. It throws me back to one of the most, uh, I don't know, like I, I've optimistic times in my life. The year was 1999. Yeah. Okay, so it was 1999. I was at an age where I was just starting to discover music that wasn't my mom's. Mm-hmm. She wasn't digging Lens, Steal My Sunshine? No, I was uh, starting to discover, you know, LFO, Summer Girls was also big around that time. Which is a terrible, terrible song, but it's a fun song. It's a fun song. But for some reason, Len just caught my eye as something I hated. Oh, Dare were- I say, loathed entirely. But the video was so much fun. The music video where you thought, oh, look at that couple. They're in love. They're on that. And then you go, oh, they're brother and sister. Yeah. All of a sudden they're sharing that moped in the video. It gets a little weird. That was, <laughs> that was a little weird. But the song is fantastic. But 
I've determined that's not the one I would scrub. Oh? Because, you know me, I uh, I care too much. What are you going to scrub? My, my humps. My, my humps? My lovely lady my humps. My, my, my lovely little lumps. Check it out. That's the one. The black eyed peas. Because Lynn, that's all they have going for them. Okay. That is where they peaked. But Fergie and Black Eyed Peas, they've they got a string afford, They can afford to lose my humps. That thing was just a disaster. Wow. Okay. It was the Chernobyl of music. But isn't it a fun song, though, Bryce? No. I want to, like Chernobyl, bury it in cement and uh-huh. hope that it just goes away. Okay. From the same era, though, what was that song about all the boys bringing milkshakes over to the yard? Oh, yeah, that one. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard And they're like, it's better than yours Milkshake? Is it called milkshake? Probably Everyone knows the song, it sucks too But not as badly as, uh, not as much as my humps Uh, And that song sucks uh, Somebody just said, the song I would strike from the world Oh my god, another national treasure Uh oh How dare you And not even just a Canadian treasure Internationally known the song I would strike from the world is Big Yellow Taxi by Joni Mitchell. Ooh. I don't know what it is about that song, but I loathe it. And they spelled loathe with about 46 letters. Wow. That is from Michelle. Well, Michelle, they did pave paradise and put up a parking lot. <laughs> Counting Crows did a version of that song, too. They did. Uh Here's somebody else that agrees. Lovely Lady Lumps. Was it written by a drunk 12-year-old? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's awful. Uh, oh, here's one I've never seen before. Oh, my God, please get rid of Oasis Wonderwall. What? That's a harmless song. Sure, one too many guys with an acoustic guitar has sang that around a campfire. But can we agree it's a good song? It's a good song. Maybe you're just tired of hearing it, which I get. Yeah. It's been played a lot for 20 plus years, but to lose it entirely? No. No way, man. Cindy says, please strike the song Gangnam Style. That's harmless. It's fun. Oh, I hated that. The video's fun to watch, isn't it? I'm not saying it's a good song. I was embarrassed to be part of that era of human history. That... Generations from now, they're going to look back and be did like, we, did people really like that song? Is there also a video of us dancing that somewhere? Did we get sucked into a video? I don't know if it was that one. We'll get, oh no, it was that. It was the Harlem, Harlem Shake. Harlem Shake. Oh, I'm horrified when I think about that, that <laughs> I had to take part in that. I just, it's amazing what we can get sucked into, like peer pressure. Hey guys, we're going to need you in this Harlem Shake video. Okay. Can I, just wear my, can I just wear my street clothes? No. Can you put on this ridiculous costume? Okay. And then we did. Yeah. I'm going to apply for jobs in the future, and that's what they're going to see. Oh, Harlem Shake. <laughs> I'm going to apply for a loan. Gangnam Style, it was... Who didn't, when you were alone and you put that song on, who didn't try and dance that dance? Me. Oh. Never did it, never dabbed, never did any of those things. Uh, Hey, Garner, Patio Lanterns, a terrible song. Sounds like maybe somebody had a couple of rejections under a patio lantern, and now bitter memories are surfacing. Sad crying face emoji. Ooh, that one hits close to home. I still find that funny when people, instead of using an emoji, they just say what they would use if they had access to an emoji. Because there's no emoji. They just said sad crying face emoji. That's something your elderly aunt would do. I find it funny. 
Um, no, the, the um, that song just gets on my nerves for some reason. And I don't know why. Maybe, I don't know. Well, I know what song you hate. What? That, Is it? Uh, well, there's a few, but I can't think of one. Well, there's a few that I'd like to strike. But when you have to narrow it down to one song. I think it's this one. Pearl Jam's Last Kiss. Oh my God. Which is a cover song, I believe. Yes, it is. And it's it's a song that never needed to be covered <laughs> because it was horrible the first time. Oh, well, that's not the song you want to listen to on a bright, shiny Friday afternoon when you're driving home from work. There was a genre of music back in the 50s. It was just like car accident rock. <laughs> Every other song was oh. about somebody dying in a car wreck or a motorcycle wreck. There was that last kiss. That's what that song is about. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And um, Dead Man's Curve. There's another one about a car wreck. And there was one about a motorcycle crash. Then there was one in the 70s called Shannon that was all about a dog dying. Like, Ooh. yeah, there was a lot of that music that was just about death and despair. Now I kind of want car accident rock to make a comeback. <laughs> it's, it's a whole genre. It's a whole genre. <laughs> it's own section at the store. Oh, my God. Eddie Vedder. And it's it pains me because I like Eddie Vedder. I like Pearl Jam mm -hmm. and to scrub a song from a band that you respect, that hurts. They can't all be home runs. No. That one was, that one was a foul tip into a child's head in the stands. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> lawn chair. Don't care. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly are the lawn chair profits. <sighs> <laughs> Coffee? Okay. Oh, mercy me. Garner, I'm sad to break some news to you. Oh? I've had a, a streak going in my life that I've been fairly proud of. I've been able to maintain without any hesitation of giving up, but it recently crumbled beneath me, and my streak is over. Are you uh, chasing the dragon again? No, it's not heroin. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> okay. It's uh, <clears throat> Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I never read any of the books. I never saw any of the movies, the movies that started coming out 20-plus years ago. I've avoided them for two decades. However, in these uncertain times, I have frankly have run out of things to watch on TV. Was this your decision? It's been pressured upon me for a while. When people hear that, oh, I haven't seen the Harry Potter movies, they immediately go, oh! <gasps> What do you mean? You have to see them. I mean, the first couple are for kids, but they get so good and dark by the end. Blah, blah, blah. You'd, you'd like them. Mm. Even though I've never given any indication that I would ever enjoy anything to do with wizards. Yeah. Have you ever in your life read a book about wizards? No, never. No. Why would you go, why would you read one? Why would you watch a movie? I kind of agree with this. Even Lord of the Rings, I've never cared at all about. It's just yeah. not my scene, man. But they keep press pressuring me. They're like the Vitamix people. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do it. I need to do it. And my best girl was among these many voices. And I recently ran out of things to watch and things to do and, frankly, things to talk about. So you're looking at these movies that are two and a half hours long. You're like, well. Well, I could fill an afternoon. Yeah, that'll kill some time. And so I caved. I've now seen six of the eight Harry Potter movies. I have two on deck that I still have yet to see. 
And uh, I'm kind of sad that my streak is over. So are you going to look at this, though, like you're crossing the finish line of an ultra marathon? You know, you've run 100 miles and you're just exhausted. Or are you going to cross this finish line and go, huh, I wish there was a few more to go? I kind of... Uh, Oh, boy. I met with a sense of sadness. Oh. Yeah. I'm not happy that I watched them. Oh, okay. I thought you were meaning that you wanted more. No, no. I mean, the movies are fine. They definitely get better as you go because those first ones are for babies. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's funny, though, because I know exactly what you mean. You get a good streak going on something. But here's the thing. No one cares about your streak as much as you care about your streak. You know? Oh, that's and, for sure. Unless, of course, if you're a raging, belligerent, unruly, angry, alcoholic, then your, you know, your spouse and your kids care about your sobriety streak. So keep that up, champ. Yeah. They even, <laughs> they'll even hold parties to let you know. Yeah. They'll give cool you cake it. and yeah. a little coin you can put in your pocket. Yeah. It's great. But I mean, for, that's the only streak people really care about. They just, everybody's out to derail you. For some reason, it's like, oh, no, you got to watch Titanic. You got to watch Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, you got to try spinach and beets. Why is it so important to you that I eat beets? I don't know. I mean, I eat beets. I have no problem with them. But why do the beet people try and ruin your streak of 22 years of not eating beets? I know. It's the same thing goes for when I tell people I don't eat any kind of nut. No peanut, almond, nothing. Like not even cashews, not even pecans. Oh, you got to eat pecans. You love pecans. Like, no, yeah. I wouldn't. I would hate them. Yeah, walnuts and pecans, that's like a senior nut. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with your nuts. Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> can we isolate that clip? In the Back in the, product, the studio, can we isolate that? Thank you. I'm going to need that for future use. Uh, well, I mean, the only streak I had... Well, I'm obsessed by my Apple Watch. And I was freaking out because I'm going out for lunch tomorrow with some friends... And it's going to really mess up. There's a very real possibility that I might not close all my rings tomorrow on my Apple Watch. I am six days short of getting my 100-day token for closing all of my rings for 100 days in a row. Mm. So I can see the appetite for keeping it going. Do I cancel my lunch plans? I do like the idea of you altering your social life. To close rings. Simply to close your rings. Yeah, which so. you could easily do after your lunch. Eh, who wants to do that? Though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there's the one with the jeans that I wore for almost a year. Oh, that one would enrage me. I did not tell a soul either. Not one person and nobody noticed. I wore the same pair of jeans almost every single day for a year. Like I, they were nice jeans and I wore them to work. It's not like the jeans I'd wear to, you know, gut an elk in my garage. Okay, good. Or... <laughs> Like if I had to rescue a toddler from an abandoned well. Yeah, you just helped a hippo give birth. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't wear those jeans. I okay. mean, I have hippo birth jeans. But so I wore those jeans every single day to work. I was one week shy of one year. I walk into the house one day in my hippo birthing jeans, and I see my good jeans that I'd worn from turned inside out, hanging on the back of a kitchen chair, drying I snapped, flipped the table. I'm like, what are you doing? And then when you explain to your wife, who so kindly and generously <laughs> picked up your laundry off the floor and washed it for you, and when you spin out and, you know, basically give her ass 
for doing a job she doesn't have to do. Dude, it just makes you look like a bad person. Mm -hmm. And then I tried to explain to her this streak that I had going on that I hadn't told anyone about. And she's like, well, gross. That was her response. I was going to say, I don't think she was going to be as excited as you were. No, but I almost made it a year. And I don't even know why I was doing that. It's like just this little personal challenge I'd thrown down for myself. And nobody had noticed. Wow. The yeah, that would make looked, me upset. They looked brand new. And after she washed them, they they were slightly faded. They were never the same. I threw them out after. <laughs> they actually became my hippo birthing pants right after that. Yeah, use them to wax your car. Uh, is this a brag or what? Is this a bit of a DM? Ooh. Hey, I just broke a streak. Went 28 years without getting a girl pregnant. Found out Friday my girlfriend's pregnant. Okay. It's a weird way to announce the upcoming birth of your child. That's going to be weird because went 28 years. So <laughs> this new baby is going to have a sibling that is almost 30 years older than them. Or I just take it that he's 28 years old and this is his first child. Mm. Oh. <laughs> That's how oh, I took it. Oh, okay. I thought he was 28 years between kids. That would be weird. Can you imagine having a, a sibling- Almost 30 years <laughs> younger than you? It's possible, I think. That would be odd. Yeah. Well, you know what? Actually, I used to work with a guy who we would have been in our early, probably our early 20s at the time, and he had a sister who was turning 60. So that's that's some range. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is a spread. Uh, well, let me see what else I got here. I got uh, ended a 35-year streak of no Big Macs. A drunken night in Vegas ended that. Oh. That was from Paul. I then asked him if it was worth it. He said no. Oh. It was not. <laughs> 35 years of no Big Macs, then you cave. Well, that's a pretty good streak. That's a solid one. Paul probably riddled with regret there. Somebody else, I didn't vomit for 13 years. That's all they sent. I need the details. Like, what ended that streak? There was someone else who hadn't vomited in over 30 years. Yeah, my wife is one of those people. I have a successful streak going of not vomiting out of illness. Mm? But I have vomited, and most of the time it's been my fault. Yeah. If you know what I mean. No, I don't. Well, sometimes when you drink a little too much. Oh, I thought you were meaning that sometimes when you jam a toothbrush a little too far down your throat. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, the pandemic killed my streak. Last summer, I was 36 and had never grown a beard because it would get too itchy past four weeks. Then my cousin told me about beard oil. It made a world of difference and I grew out a glorious beard. I was five weeks short of a yeard. That's a beard you grow out for a year without trimming it. Wow. However, I'm a doctor and couldn't fit a mask over the beard. When the pandemic hit, I was forced to shave it off. I was five weeks short of a yeard. My beard would have been one this weekend. <laughs> uh, that's devastating. I hope you still get a beard cake. Wow, that's so much. That's so similar to your jeans story. Yeah. He was so close to that one year mark, oh. then taken away. You by your wife, him by a global pandemic. Yeah. He could have quit his job. <laughs> I yeah, mean, if he, he really options. cared about that beard, he could have just walked away from the hospital. Yeah, I agree. Uh, somebody, 
Uh, I decided in July of 2019 I was going to stop drinking coffee, got rid of all the coffee in my house. I stopped going to Tim Hortons. I made it almost a year until a month ago, a co-worker bought me a Frappuccino with an espresso shot in it. It tasted amazing, but I was so disappointed I lost my streak, Brooke. And that's why that's how a shame spiral begins. Mm, I bet that coffee tasted mm-hmm. bitter. Yeah, because suddenly you're hit by a tsunami of shame. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, get over it, Brooke. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> oh. A lot of people haven't seen movies. Janine, 37, still haven't seen E.T. Oh, well, that's not a streak that's been broken because yeah. you still haven't seen it. Nobody likes sucks. a bragger, Janine. Uh, yeah, there was someone who just watched Titanic, finally. Oh, yeah, right here. I finally saw Titanic this year. Yeah, their kid made them watch it. Went 29 years without trying weed. Tried it for the first time this year. Oh, I don't get the big hype. Danny. Uh, I thought Danny was, I thought this was going to go a different direction. Oh. Yeah. Suddenly, yeah, he's going to be Dr. Green Thumb. <laughs> but not so much. Uh, 30 years without eating KFC, still going strong. Ryan. Why would you do that to yourself? It's delicious. Yeah, you're missing out on life. Uh, we got a call there. Hey, Garner. Hello. I broke my streak this week of never being bitten by a dog. Ooh. I'm okay. Did did he break the skin? Yeah, I think kind of more like a pressure wound than a cut, but yeah. Wow. We had uh, we had a little something they call chemistry. Yeah, that was pretty compelling. Somebody just said, I also just broke a streak of being bit by a dog, but I had to go to the hospital and get penicillin and rabies shots. I came home only to have the doctor call me back because they were unsure about the medicine they gave me. Dana. Oh. Hopefully it was the kind that gives you superhuman strength and super growth and you become... The one true hero that this city has been waiting for. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't give you that penicillin. We accidentally gave you Superman juice. Yeah, because I think that's what they call it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know that. Oh, we can all relate to this one. There are three traffic lights on my way to work. I once went eight days in a row with all green lights on the way to and from work. Wow. That first red was devastating. You almost want to run it. You almost want to just throw... Put your life above everybody else's Mm -hmm. and just charge right through. If police were to pull you over, you'd just explain the situation. They'd be like, eight days? Oh, well, I'd give you a ticket if it was only seven, but that's more than a week. Carry on. Then they'll probably treat you like they do uh, pregnant women who are going into labor. Oh, yeah, where they give you a... You get an escort. An escort through all the lights? Yeah. Yeah. They'll stop all the traffic for you? Oh, Oh, hang on. This one here has something to do with uh, vegetarian? Um... You're talking about streaks. Yeah, yeah. Bryce That's just how- finally ended his 20-year streak of not watching Harry Potter. Came to a devastating end, that streak. I feel that. Yeah, I did the thing with uh, Game of Thrones that, yeah, that was the same thing. But uh, not about me. The important streak that came to an end was my little sister. Oh, yeah. Um, she was a vegetarian for... It had to have been maybe four or four, four, I want to say four years. Um, 
and she went out for a night of heavy drinking and I was woken up by the sound of her in the kitchen. She was eating cold ribs straight out of the fridge. Wow. She was just mound down, standing, hovering over the dish. The night of heavy drinking ruined by ribs. Oh, Bryce, Mm. can we call this episode of the podcast Ruined by Ribs? Ruined by Ribs. What an interesting choice to go back to. I applaud her, though, because if you were four years, like maybe you were just floating around the Pacific, the South Pacific in a life raft for four years and you'd had no meat, what would be your reintroduction to civilization meat? Well, a hamburger for me. Yeah, I'd probably go hamburger, but right up near the top would be ribs. It's a solid choice. It wouldn't fall off the bones, ribs. I wouldn't have thought of ribs, but now that she did it, I'm like, wow. Way to go back in in style. Yeah. It's like my, I mentioned before, my best girl has gone vegetarian. Oh, is she still doing that? She's about a month deep and she's holding pretty strong. Oh. But last night she saw a recipe for some kind of brisket. Oh. And that almost ended it. Are you still eating meat? Oh yeah. I'm, How does that go over? Not well. Like, do you do you have? I imagine that you, the two of you, because you have no children, you just you have one of those really really long dining room tables. <laughs> <laughs> she sits at one end with her carrots, and you sit at the other end, like just with a knife. Not even a knife. You just have a fork and a brisket. Yeah. And you're just tearing it apart. And I overcook it too, so I really have to chew it for a long time. Oh, is that how life works in your house? Yeah. There's just two giant candles in the middle Uh huh. and one salt and pepper shaker. So I always have to get up and go bring it all the way over. Because she doesn't want to come near your meat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Are we going to keep going or are we done? I do like knowing that other people have had streaks come to an end, so I don't feel so alone. Yeah. You know what's unfortunate is that we right now are, uh, we've got a streak of the longest podcast that we have ever done. And I get the feeling that any minute. Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Ooh, mystery candy. 